my name is Crystal Joy. I'm David Raziel. And this is I'm Psychic. I guess. I guess, because apparently... Anybody we, can be psychic. And we want to see if that's true. So we are doing all the things that you're supposed to do to be a psychic. Well, <laughs> no, we're not. We've been sad. But in the meantime, we talk about all of the things that include that, which are spirituality and your life and yourself and understanding and magical things and the logistics of spiritual spaces and what is or is not helpful, whether it is real or whether it is not real, there is something to be found that's helpful and beneficial about them. Disclaimer, we don't know what we're doing, so have patience with us. If there's something that you see that might not be correct, feel free to mention it. However, if you are a jerk, we will ignore it. <laughs> Basically, we're not gurus. We're not here to tell you everything that we figured out. It's often just us being like, hey, what do you think about this thing? Is that a thing? And then we discuss it. So don't take our word as gospel. We could definitely be wrong. And if we are wrong, be gentle with us because we want to learn and figure it out. Okay? Okay. So last week we came back from a hiatus. Next week we're getting back into what we said we were going to talk about before that, which was... Pitfalls. 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 Pitfalls of basically cult-like activity. Mm. No, it's more like... No, not just cult-like activity. Well, we have... It's spiritual spaces. Uh, spiritual, spiritual spaces that are trying to teach you something and basically how they can be predatory. Yeah, but it's also not just they. It's spirituality in general can bring us, if we're not approaching it in a mentally well place, can lead to a number of different pitfalls. Yeah, that makes sense. It requires critical thinking and it requires a little skepticism and a little groundedness. Yes, and lost my train of thought. And I don't know. <laughs> and, that was uh, a TikTok, and I don't, I don't know. Yes, and basically umbrella of discernment. Yeah, which is what we covered the other week, which is where we started talking about this. There was like a two-part episode thing where we talked about my list of how I personally try to use discernment in analyzing information. Please go listen to that. But in that, we mentioned the different ways that you can kind of fall into pitfalls, and I was like, let's just make that its own episode. So that is this. I have notes from over a month ago hell yeah that i haven't read through so <laughs> we're just gonna gonna go for it do you first of all do you know of any pitfalls that you can think of about spiritual spaces in general are we listing the ones that we've already anything that about? you can think of sure that we've spoken about or whatever how much what are they trying to get from you oh but no that that those are questions to ask those are discernment questions i'm oh, talking oh, about like what pitfalls are, that you, you can fall into uh, if you're not careful spiritual narcissism yeah that's one of them for sure i'll tell you what i have listed here and then we'll, we'll just, break down we'll each. just go for it sure so the first one i have is spiritual psychosis which i believe we covered a little bit of in in those two episodes yes as you said spiritual narcissism that's one of them. Spiritual bypassing is an interesting one as well that people can tend to fall into. Mm. And then the other one is alt-right pipelines, which is chunky. <laughs> I have quite a few notes on that one because it's. I feel like it's rooted in why New Age spirituality is the way it is. And mm. we'll, we'll get into it, why it's so chunky. But Starting with the first one. Bypassing. I just wrote Sins of Our Mother, which is the Netflix documentary that I told you about in that one episode. Right. Can, I, we, can we have a brief description of what it is of each one? Yeah. But when we, when we talk about them. So the first one is bypassing? No, spiritual psychosis. Psychosis. And the spiritual psychosis basically means? It is, okay. I don't have this pulled up. Like I said, <laughs> this is coming from my brain based off of my rough understanding. So forgive me if it's not comprehensive or perfect. 
But from my understanding so far, spiritual psychosis is starting to believe something so intensely that it becomes real for you, even though there's no basis of that being real, which skeptics would say, or cynics would say, that's everything that you guys do. But it comes from a place into a place that ultimately becomes harmful. So it's like a fanatic. Kind of. An extremist version. Which is why I I wrote down Sins of Our Mother, that documentary is a very good example of specifically spiritual psychosis. Psychosis in and of itself is seeing or interacting with stuff that's not there or that is not true. Ah. Uh, I'm having and having reactions, visceral reactions. Gotcha. So pretty much this is the one where the lady kills her kids, right? Yeah. It's a documentary on Netflix about a woman who grew up in a Christian house or whatever. And it's her journey from being a loving mom and wife to murdering her husband and her children. Whew, quite a trip. Because of her religious beliefs. So spiritual psychosis is something people can fall into. I guess this is just having no sort of ground. No, go ahead. I I read the other note that I have there. I thought it was just a continuation of Sins of Our Mother. I have the, the example of somebody that we know who names at all, somebody that we haven't spoken to in quite some time, but we knew back when we were doing church things, when we were babies, uh, who did not, did not psychosis. take their medication at the request of certain people at church and ultimately killed their grandparent. That's right. Yes. We had not been speaking to that person at the time for many, many years. But when we heard about it, we're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? What, what happened? And ultimately, that person thought that their grandparent was a demon through psychosis and killed them. That's right. That is another example of spiritual psychosis. And it's not always ending in murder. You can Thank be, God. You, thank God. You can be in a state of spiritual psychosis and not kill anybody. Right. It's just you become sick. Yes. You are sick in some capacity mentally. I am not a psychiatrist, a psychologist, or any of those things, and I probably should have done more research on that specifically. But what I want to urge is spiritual psychosis is something, it's one of the first things that I learned about when I was getting into the occult. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like when I was reading all those books and occult books and everything, it's like, be careful of this, be careful of that, be careful that you don't fall into madness. I guess it makes sense. A part of what we were doing before was you have to believe that these things are real. Back when we first started and we started doing manifesting. Started and, doing ma- magical uh, things or spirituality? Spirituality things. Back when we first started doing spirituality things, we started trying to read up on manifesting and kind of magic in general. Mm-hmm. And this, well, something that kept coming up was having this extreme imagination. That's what I call it. I call it extreme imagination where you can see it, what it is that you want. And if you do that strong enough, it helps your magic along oh so like you're experiencing it as though it's happening to you in the present tense i can see how someone who is taking that to the next level and sick Mm -hmm. can can be dangerous yes or it can start promoting such thinking patterns to make somebody fall into something like that you can start well (laughs) and and get into thought processes or subject matters that if you're not grounded and mindful and skeptical as you consume them could lead you into a place that you're not well because of the just believe it and blindly do this and blindly do that. It's not just something that only sick people fall into already. It's anybody can have that. Anybody can be fine and then start because of the nature of these things 
why I said a lot of the books I was reading, specifically occult books, were like, you need to be grounded in reality and you need to be spending more time in the present than not simply because the concepts that you're dealing with start making you feel like nothing is real. Or if you read the wrong thing with a certain mindset of like, yeah, if I just do this and believe this and it'll work, you can start believing in doing very questionable and dangerous things, which gets your brain into a... Brains are kind of dumb. Yeah, so, no, I mean, so you, you start to, seeing patterns and if, yeah. you, if you notice something's not working, introduce some desperation because of a situation and you can get pretty far and that's why people say well at least from what i've read one of the biggest like hey be careful like when you're doing this kind of stuff because you can fall into madness i told my sister that before and i was like oh yeah one of the biggest pitfalls is like psychosis and madness and she's like why because you see the eldritch horrors of the other world i'm like no because you don't see anything hmm <laughs> that's that's the issue without the discernment that i went through last few episodes if you don't follow the steps of the questions that i said before and you're just kind of like raw dogging it you could start getting into like well it's in my brain so it's real yeah and that's dangerous territory right so you do a i don't know some kind of magical thingy right i see casual starts of I don't want to say psychosis because I'm not a clinician, but like sus behavior of the sort, I yeah. will say. Sussy bacas. Sussy bacas. <laughs> Stupid. I see a lot of these baby spiritualists, new age spiritualists or whatever, who are new to the whole thing, talking about, oh, this deity is reaching out to me and we had this whole conversation. And then like they detail the whole conversation. I'm like, as somebody who is actively training to become a psychic, no, you didn't. Mm. how can you speak into their experiences though it's i can't speak into their experiences i mean maybe that's the case but like if you're it's like everybody is like i'm mozart and i can play a concerto and you're like can you Mm -hmm. sarah can you i don't know hun like everybody can okay yeah like (laughs) like i don't doubt that there are people who can do that and are doing that it's just rather difficult and rare so like every little 14 year old white girl and on tiktok is talking to x deity okay yeah you're talking to yourself and i think that i said this in another episode before when we first started doing this but people are just doing dangerous mental health stuff and that dangerous mental health stuff of you talking to yourself and being convinced that that is true and you know, you're not asking for confirmations or there is no discernment checklist. Yeah. You start creating the environment for such psychosis to start happening. That makes sense. How could you avoid psychosis? Just the having discernment these... checklist. Be skeptical. Ask for confirmations. Look for evidence. Evidence that you would not have any means of knowing. Keep your protections up. You know, like keep your space clear and clean of anything that you don't want. So if let's just say you are somehow tuning into some weird energy that it's not something that you don't want anything to do with, you know, like, yeah, there's evidence, 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 evidence. And if it's not, if it's not evidential, then just take it as an interesting brain happening. Now, that's still interesting, in my opinion. Yeah. Which is what I talked about in that one episode. Right. You can get a lot of information about your psyche and your understanding and your either way it's still useful but yes discerning whether it's actually something and whether it's yourself is important yeah that happens a lot because people want it to be true and they want it to be real which is fair but also how does that relate to cyber psychosis that's a that's a video game and that's when tech so when you have too much spiritual in your in your body no you start getting a little no 
I'm joking. That's uh, that's a reference to Cyberpunk 2077 for those who aren't fucking nerds. Great game, great anime. Anime is really sad. Though. <clears throat> anyway, the next one, which is one that you said was spiritual narcissism. So before I just go off, what do you think that is? We've talked about it a little bit before. Spiritual narcissism. Yeah. Kind of like a god complex. A little. You're pretty much the main character of the spiritual universe and you are most important god main character yeah i've also heard it as the messiah complex messiah yeah the messiah complex like i am like god i am just so special the kanye you know the kanye is a crazy <laughs> statement bro <laughs> the kind he literally said i am god once i'm sure he said it more than once <laughs> like very much the kanye and it's also shrouded in this like pseudo religious pious verbiage of like i have this understanding of blah 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 so like i'm like god and blah 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 and you get can you get yourself a kanye so yeah how does someone get to the messiah complex the the, mes- i mean it's this uh, i because i too feel special Everybody should feel special. It goes back to that. Like, I actually think we had a conversation about this before we got into psychic stuff in the prequel episodes about narcissism. Mm -hmm. That like everybody's a little bit narcissistic on some level and that's okay. It's like confidence and not narcissism. Sure. It goes into that conversation of, yeah, be confident in yourself and know your abilities and you're great. But everybody else is also great. You you, you know. Mm. So so in order for this to be a narcissistic thing, is it that everyone else needs to not be great? And you're the only great one? Kind of. It's like nobody understands me or like I'm the center of the universe better than other people. Us and thems. Like I talked about in the discernment episode. I see. The othering. Kind of putting them down. Yeah. So how that happens, I mean, it's a number of ways. Like when you start doing spiritual stuff or magical things, particularly when your spiritual stuff and magical things start working in mm. some capacity you get this <laughs> the gabidu the, the gun. maybe i am great maybe i am great you're just throwing out a reference that's a it's from a slime yeah anime? that's from the reincarnated into a slime I reincarnated into a slime for those who aren't again fucking nerds <laughs> throwing out references that y'all don't understand character that's like maybe i am great like every five seconds <laughs> and yeah it's very much like that you start Doing these things, and even though a lot of numbers of people can do it, it's not common. You don't see it talked about very much. It is stigmatized, and so you start getting this, like, nobody understands me, nobody gets it, and it's because I'm special. It's because I am I can, and I have, and I'm powerful, or I am understand things that you don't understand, and, you know, you start to isolate. You almost, like, because of the isolation that you feel when you're practicing alone or learning about these things alone, you start just to lean into it. You're like, well, it's just because I'm special, obviously. Um, I mean, that's what we felt when we were emo kids growing up. <laughs> is it? I felt special, You're, misunderstood, fight well, the man. Well, you you went through your emo phase in the hood in 2004, so. True. That that wasn't common. Together. Not like, a, whereas in the in the cowtown suburbs of bumfuck nowhereville, where I'm from, everybody was emo. Ah. Or a lot of people were, so. But I can see that, how you started feeling like main character syndrome mm. which I did write down, main character syndrome, but like in the real sense, and this is what's interesting about this, I wrote down, I was on TikTok, right? This Mm. is where all of this stuff starts. There were some people on TikTok that were like legitimately informing people and spouting stuff about how people, some people who are alive don't have souls. Some people who are alive don't have souls. And that if you engage with them correctly, you can give them a soul and take them out of their NPC default setting or some shit. 
Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So are are you saying <laughs> that you are implanting souls in NPCs? No, like you're you're like in igniting a soul or like or some. It was some crazy shit. Like some people, I, I don't have the user. I I scrolled the fuck away that from does, that so fast. That does scream like I'm super better than you. Yes, yes, and it's and it's conversation. It wasn't just like a standalone video. It was like a conversation of people being like, yeah, and I did that once, and like it legitimately like i'm the only one with a soul and like you don't have one and i can i can just like be near you and you can have one now like that's so mean and also just so invalidating of people's experiences just because they don't live the life that you live or think the way that you think that means they're not real people and that is a slippery slope into let's just encamp everybody and set them on fire yeah, you're, you're, well, you don't like, think it doesn't own... matter because they don't have a soul, right? Yeah, if you're not thinking of them as actual people, like... because you can't. Actual people have souls. Yeah. So you you are dehumanizing people for what? Because they work at Trader Joe's. Yeah. Because they deliver your pizza. Because I, they say <laughs> Happy Monday. Because they say Happy Monday every. Which, if you say Happy Monday, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, I see. I hear you die a little bit on the inside every time. I do. I die a little it. on the inside. No, you still have a soul if you say Happy Monday, but also fuck you no you don't though (laughs) (laughs) no you don't though also fuck you though and that's just one of the many conversations that i that are floating around in these spaces it's by being high vibe enough when you when you are high Uh, vibe enough when you are in your that's the other thing that gets thrown around a lot i've heard it quite a few times christ consciousness it's nope i haven't heard that one i'm familiar and the concept in and of itself is actually nice when you remove the ridiculousness surrounding it but okay do i want to get into this right now (laughs) do i want to get into this you got to explain it a little bit okay so basically like as from my understanding i started learning about jewish mysticism and mysticism in a number of different ways and as i was a deconstructed christian i i came to realize that jesus which we call christ is just like this this guy who what if we're going off of like theology claimed the divine name which is saying like i have the ability to claim the divine name which certain people could do based if you want to hear more about that listen to dan mcclellan on tiktok but basically it's a consciousness that we like assigned to to jesus or whatever but mm-hmm. we, which got him stoned and like you know well not stoned but well, I mean, killed know, eventually it, it's this like oneness with the all right father son holy spirit all mm-hmm. your god but also you're a man and blah 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 and it's this understanding that like when we were christians and quote-unquote accepted jesus into our hearts we're essentially just taking on that taking on the oneness of of source the oneness of all things which is a lovely a lovely concept yeah it's a lovely sentiment it's a lovely kind of sentiment so to take on christ consciousness or to embody it is to not look at jesus as this like savior dude who's god and better than you it's this it's this like oh like you the whole point of you doing that was to empower everybody that everybody can do what you and even you will do greater things than these right it's like you're Um, on the same level with me i'm your brother i'm not your i'm not to be worshipped in in this way and where does where does the human factor fuck it up just (laughs) wait just wait let me finish and when you embrace that, you become that. We go back into that oneness that I talked about, this oneness of all things, this oneness with everybody. It's an enlightenment almost, right? Okay, so then you take a skewed, fractured idea of that, and what do you get? I'm like Jesus. I am like Jesus. I am Jesus. I am God. I am God. I've activated my Christ consciousness, and you just haven't yet. 
Everybody uh, has it already, baby doll. That's the whole point. So the, the humans... The, the, you, you're not activating or taking on the anything. The way they screwed it up was they were like, okay, well, now I have something you don't. Yes. Yes. So it's like when leave they, it, leave they, it to us. they got rid of the churchiness of it and were like, okay, but let's make it worse in this other way instead. It's something that isn't just activated or, or is or whatever. It's, it's an understanding of what already was this whole time. And it's, it's this oneness and unity of all things that you are one with source and one with everybody. And it's a beautiful thing. But then they go, well, I've activated my Christ consciousness. And you haven't. And you haven't. So I can do cool magical things and you can't. And so it's this like, and also I'm so high vibe. And I'm, it's just, it's just church. Again. It's the second coming. Church, the sequel. The second. <laughs> it's upsetting. But that's, a, that's some deep, intense spiritual narcissism shit. Mm. And I, I know that that's a thing because I heard, I, I, I could be misremembering. So don't fucking come for me if he didn't say this. I swear to you, I've heard Kanye say something like that before. Or at least people talking of him with that terminology. I like he's activated it. his Christ consciousness or something like that. And I was just like, bitch, he's insane. Like, like he needs help. He needs a doctor. I wouldn't doubt it. I have not heard it that you I can remember. Doubt it. Yeah. But I just wouldn't doubt it. So that's that's spiritual narcissism. That's the Christ consciousness. And it's frustrating when I, I came to the realization of the original thing. I'm like, that's a beautiful and lovely thing. Right? I love that. And then I started being in spiritual spaces and being like, oh. You heard the twisted version. I was like, oh, this is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> this is why. Like, you hear something nice, and you're like, okay, how are, you, how are we going to fuck this one up? Uh, it's very frustrating. I'm not jaded. <laughs> this is just what I see. It's just, it's just true facts, man. It is what it is. So then we have into spiritual bypassing. Which what? is when you see a spirit, and you go, I'm a bypass Bye. <laughs> Bye. It's when you're like, mm, excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. No, thank you. I'm trying to get trying to get by. Trying to pass all that mess. Trying to pass on by here. Oh yeah, you're definitely just bypassing a spirit. What is it actually? <laughs> Do you have any idea? That was my idea. <laughs> okay, so basically, spiritual bypassing involves dismissing unresolved emotional issues and psychological wounds with spiritual ideas and perspectives. So using it as a crutch? Kind of. Bypassing. So it's like I have these wounds and I have these pains. And instead of addressing them and having an uncomfortable conversation with myself or whatever, I'm just going to be like, oh, well, I'm healed now because I believe this thing. Oh, I see. I see. And I'm so high vibe. So I don't have to address my trauma or my issues or my toxic traits or anything because I'm so high vibe and I believe this thing now. Got it. So because I walked into this building, I am now healed. Though I've done no work. Kind of. Yes. Basically. Yes. So hold on. It's a shortcut, guys. Hello. It is. So I said signs of spiritual bypassing include avoiding negative emotions. So it's like high vibe only. Avoiding low vibe media. Right? Mm. We, we talked about it in the high vibe, low vibe episode. That's spiritual bypassing. Like to say that one is better than the other. Ah, uh, okay, okay. To say that like, oh, well, that's a really low vibe show. Like, I think I mentioned this in that episode. People talking about Euphoria as a low vibe show. Like, you shouldn't listen to it because it's a low vibe show. It's kind of a weird show. I, I, it's not for me, but I can see how it would be helpful to people who are recovering from addiction or yeah. who, who identify with those kinds of stories. Sure. You know, so I've only seen clips, so don't come for me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not seeing it, but it's just, I know it's not a show for me, but I don't avoid it because it's a low vibe. I avoid it because... I just don't like melodramatic shows. <laughs> like, but it's not an innately bad thing. There it, is... Oh, I'm sorry. What? Go. There is some 
validity to what you consume with your eyes, though. Is there not? Sure, but that thing in and of itself is not a bad thing. And if it makes you feel a certain type of way, I think the, the more healthy thing is to be like, why does that particular thing, which is not intrinsically good or bad, upset something in me? Mm. And it's the complete inability to, to have that, that conversation with yourself it just and just going, I don't like it, so it's bad. Black and white mm-hmm. kind yeah. of view of the world. Well, And if I feel that way, then I'm ruining my manifestations. If I feel that way, then I'm not going to be able to tune into the spirits better. What's or- ironic is that I think that if you do think that, you are ruining <laughs> your manifestations, but not because of the show particularly, but because of your thought process around it. What do you mean? If I drink this water, my manifestations won't come true. If you think that hard enough, well, to the extent of it saying, I'm not going to drink this water or watch this show, then it is going to affect your manifestations, but mostly because you think that, not because the show is what it is. Yes. You know, it actually reminds me of, believe it or not, a certain aspect of Christianity. It's like, if you think it's a sin, then it's a sin. Yeah. That's kind of what I was uh, looking at. Yeah. My grandmother never ate pork. Ever. She was a, a Southern Baptist Christian pastor. This mm-hmm. this lady, all the way up until she passed. She was a pastor? I didn't know she was a pastor. She did. She was a pastor. She was running a church all the way up until she passed. Uh, she did not eat pork or anything. She she tried her best to abide by Old Testament rules for whatever reason, specifically the, the pork thing. That, love you, Nana. That bitch wore mixed blended cloth, girly. Mm-hmm. You wore polyester cotton blends. Okay, we're going to abide by the Old Testament, cotton only. only. Cotton only. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) regardless, the pork thing was a big deal. So she always had turkey bacon. She always, whatever. And I remember being a teenager or something, young teenager, and being like, man, that's the Old Testament. That's the whole point of Jesus, right? We don't have to listen to that anymore. She basically was like, if you think it's a sin, then it's a sin. And I feel like it is. Like, okay. Nana was just really good at her health and knew that pork was bad for you. (laughs) No, she was not. She was not good at her health. Love her. She loved ice cream. (laughs) Loved ice cream. (laughs) Loved ice cream. Sherbet specifically. Epitome of not good for your body, (laughs) but good for the soul. Very good for the soul. She had a good soul the whole time. But it's that sherbet soul. It's the sherbet. Oh, yeah. It's the sherbet soul. Sherbet's really good. Anyway, (laughs) anyway. It goes back to that. If you think that it is, then it is, which in Christianity makes no sense. Because if it's a sun, then it's a sun, whether you think it is or not. But I don't know. I think it mirrors magic a bit. If it is, then it is. Kind of, if you think it is, then it is. I think that reflects a bit it of spirituality. Is, it is true, but it's also Christians making theological justification jumps for their behavior. That's another story. <laughs> That's what that is. But How in can spirit- we twist yeah. it to be bad? Or to do what I want to do and have it not be bad. Aha. Control. Yeah. So, but in spiritual spaces, yes, it is a matter of if you think it does, then it doesn't. If you think it doesn't, then it doesn't. So sure, if you yourself feel not okay, exposed to certain things, by all means, don't do that. But yeah. Maybe ask yourself why. Maybe sit down and be like, why does this bother me? What about this triggers me? Let's talk to my therapist about it. Let's do some shadow work. Let's enjoy the unification of the selves, which again, we've got to talk about that. It's the second part that's important. It's that putting that extra question, that Mm -hmm. extra work that makes it not just accepting it at face value. Because all it sounds like, if you're just doing that, then it's like my, my fucking like family only listening to Christian music. My dad, he threw away all of my mother's classic rock albums. When they first got married. Sucks. She had everything. Rare ones. And he was on some 1980-something Jesus shit. And he threw them all away for Michael W. Smith. 
And she was pissed. She was pissed. <laughs> she was pissed. And <laughs> that's the same shit. He only ever listened to that. Only. Only. Up until, I think... I was like visiting from being gone after I had moved out and then we were working out and I was like, I'm going to put on a playlist and I put on like Black Eyed Peas or something. And he was like, this is actually really nice to work out to. It's fun to keep up with. I'm like, bitch, it's because you're listening to fucking Stephen Curtis Chapman on the goddamn treadmill. You throwing out names? I don't know, but I know. The bitches who know, know. The bitches who know, know. Okay. I'm, I'm if you blessed. know, you know. I'm blessed. You are blessed to not know what the fuck I'm talking about. Exvangelicals and deconstructed babies from the 90s know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, shitty, mellow, not very good music. And it's the same idea of like, oh, I only listen to God music because I want to be holy and I'm with God more and all of that other stuff is bad and evil and blah, 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 blah. It's the same shit of like, well, that's low vibe and it's going to bring me down and it's not going to make me as high vibe if I just, no. Yeah. That's spiritual bypassing. I, I went off on that, but there is more to spiritual bypassing than that. It's also believing in sp- spiritual superiority, which is where that comes from, which is if I do this spirit, this other thing. That's where the narcissism starts kicking in. Yeah. You're right. not doing the work, and then you think you're better than other people. That sounds like a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, searching for silver linings in all situations is actually a, a spiritual bypassing thing. Is it? Um, is that not just optimistic i feel like it depends on where it comes from but it's this need i feel to not accept that a situation sometimes is just hard you know that's true sometimes it's 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 important to just see that a situation is shitty is what it is yeah you don't always have to be like but but maybe maybe you need to look at it from this side no maybe i need to look at it from where it is maybe karen you just sit there and you're like this is ass and you let it this is ass let it be ass but like in in the doing of that, that's an I don't know of a word otherwise. I'm gonna lean on my exvangelicalness for it, but it's it's a very holy thing to do mm. to sit in the awfulness of it and just let it be awful. It's an intrinsically human thing that in and of itself is divine. If we're the universe experiencing itself and to just have the humanist experience in the fullest that we can have it, to allow that to happen without knowing that that is forever, without knowing that that is you know hopeless. You could just. You don't need a silver lining to not be hopeless. You can just be like, this is ass and I hate it. I think it's holistic. It's holistic to just sit there and let it be what it is. You don't have to hide behind positivity from the scary bad times of life because bad times are scary and bad. And it is like that. Mm -hmm. It is. You don't need to pretend that it's not. And to pretend that it's not is undermining a very important aspect of the human experience. Yes, it is. That's why I say that. And it stops you from viewing reality as what it is. Yes. Also going back into that skewed idea of reality. Yeah. Because as much as you might want your manifestations to happen or whatever, it's like, well, if I don't think of this, if I just experience this and I'm not feeling like the vibration of having the thing, honestly, you got to get that energy out. The energy has to be expressed one way or the other. And if that I'm miserable is in your heart or in your body or in your mind, let it out. Because you just putting it in a box and shoving pretending it, it's pretending not it's not there. It's just going to make it fester. So let it be there. It's not going to magically ruin whatever you have going on for yourself, your manifestations or your magic or whatever. It's an important and powerful aspect of making sure that it does in fact happen for you, whatever that it might be. Basically, it comes down to actively avoiding your shadow work, avoiding self-reflection, villainizing things, not allowing that aspect of life to be there. We kind of covered all of the things that I have written down here. Or, and lastly, the thing that we didn't mention is a self-loathing because you can't avoid it. Uh, 
you cannot avoid this. And so you find yourself hating yourself because you're unable to get to this holier, better, higher vibe place. What it really is, is not accepting yourself mm -hmm. and yourself wholly. Yeah. And all, all that encompasses. That's tough. When you start rejecting yourself, mm -hmm. that's a one-way ticket to depression. Mm -hmm. In a perpetual spiral. Or compensation of some kind, which is usually the negative traits that we're looking at these, that we've discussed kind of I'm better than you compensating in oh, those ways. Oh, so you start, you start comp that's why I was like, what do you mean compensation? Oh, yeah, you start you compensating for that emotion by mm -hmm. doing these other things. Because yeah, if you don't deal with okay. it, then it, it doesn't go away. It doesn't yeah. just magically disappear. You tend to start pushing that onto other people mm -hmm. outside of yourself. Since you can't look inside of yourself, you start looking outside of yourself. Yeah, it's so true. And but you're still not dealing with those emotions though. No, no, no. You're just putting them on other people for mm -hmm. momentary respites. Yep. Respites? Respites, respite. I don't know. But yeah, basically. So that's that's spiritual bypassing. The last thing I have written, the chunky boy, which we've already talked for. The chunk chunk. A minute. We've already talked for a minute now. <clears throat> so the the last one is all right, pipelines. And like I said, it's chunky. No. I think it's chunky it. enough that we can talk about it next episode. I think it deserves its own episode. And also it's time for me to do my workout today and yeah. i i need to do that or i won't do it because working out it gives you happy brain chemicals so we'll do that i have to go work out now this has been lovely as usual we post this podcast weekly you can find us on any podcast streaming platform mm -hmm. and you can follow updates on the podcast on our social media at i'm psychic i guess if you want to follow our socials our personal socials that is you could follow us at the d-o-o-t-l-e-z that's at the doodles at the d-o-o-t-l-e-z that's just me and david's personal stuff where we dick around and honestly don't post much lately but hey it's there if you want it okay <laughs> we'll see you guys next week bye, bye.